Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 119 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. And guys, we are so glad that week after week, you continue to uh, to listen. I hope the podcast is an encouragement to you. We're here to do that. We're here. We've got these three E's that you hear us talk about. We're here to entertain you. We want to make you laugh. And that reminds you that you're not alone. We're all in this together. We want to encourage you and we want to help equip you and resource you uh, in your ministry. And so I'm here. Uh, I think her middle name actually is resource. <laughs> Big Yonce is here today. Big resource Yonce? Big or resource Yonce. <laughs> Howdy, how's it going? <laughs> it's going, man. How are you doing? Good, good. I'm so glad to be doing this with you today. Again, highlight. It's a highlight of my week. Mm, me too, man. It's so fun getting to talk with you guys. This is what we're going to be doing um, on this podcast. We're going to make you laugh. That's something we always want to do. We always want to bring you some um, levity because life can get heavy. So we're going to have some laughter with some prayer concerns. We always want to share resources with you because we believe we want to be a blessing and help resource the church. Um, and then on this episode, we're going to be going through some DMs. We have a segment called Sliding into the DMs. We got a lot of questions on our account. So Brian and I are going to spend some time looking at those this week. But before we get too far ahead, I want to talk a little bit about our sponsor, Planning Center. Now, again, man, we hit this every week. If you have not done it yet, go do it. You've got to go check out Planning Center because what they do is they make software that's designed to help you find freedom to focus on what really matters in your ministry. And that's the people. Absolutely. Planning Center is a set of online software products and you can subscribe to them individually or use them together as a full church management system. And you can always try any product of theirs free for 30 days. They recently launched a new product called Publishing and it's a way to create custom pages within the Church Center mobile app and website. Basically, churches can can create their own custom content. You can share sermons with your congregation all through the Church Center app and website. So go check it out, planningcenter.com. They're the best, man. Planning Center is just the best. Guys, you got to go check them out. They're amazing. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So here we are. It's a Friday evening where I am. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're recording. This will come out next Tuesday. Yeah. It's the end of a week. It is. Sometimes that's that's a win. Yeah. Just that the week is over. <laughs> we made it through. <laughs> we made it through. In the words of Barry Manilow, we yep. made it through the yeah. rain. Yeah. Oh, I would love some rain to make it through. But. <laughs> oh, no rain out there in the land of the desert. <laughs> no, no. Just clear skies, sunny, eight in the 80s. Too oh warm gosh. for me. So. It's rain for three days here. Really? Yeah. I love There's the like rain. a swale in the back of my house that is turned into a moat. <laughs> I have almost a moat around around my house. Sophie doesn't know how to get outside. To... Right, she's 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 ticked. <laughs> we uh, in our yard right now. So they finally started. We're doing some landscaping in the backyard. Started mm-hmm. digging our pool, oh, and we have two little dogs. But they've trenched for all the pipes and everything they're laying in. And the one she's got stubby legs, and she's not the smartest. She's super sweet, but not the <laughs> smartest. And so it's been hilarious watching her try to figure out how do I get 
over to that part of the yard where I want to do my business. She kind of stands there at the little trenches. It's like, you can easily make it across, but she kind of hesitates and does this dance and we have to keep going, come on, you can do it. (laughs) Super sweet, but not that smart. That's, that's how people often refer to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Put that in your bio. But not that smart. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay. So Jen, here we are, the two of us, 20 plus years of ministry experience. So if there was like a parallel universe, okay, and you could do something other than ministry, yeah, what would you pick? I would um, totally want to be in the FBI, Secret Service, something like that. What? Yeah, yeah. Officer Smale. Yep, yep. I actually tested nice. for the police department when I was uh, twenty-one or so. I was, yeah, and I, I kind of had to make this decision. Do I want to go this path or ministry? <laughs> I picked ministry. I picked <laughs> ministry. The, wow. It's probably the better that's, life that's choice. That's fascinating. But, uh, yeah, I love, I, I love things like forensic files, any kind of like crime documentaries, not drama mm. as much, but documentaries. I'm fascinated by FBI type stuff. So that's totally- Man, that's awesome. That's the path I would have gone. Yep. Wow. Yep. How, how about, that's very cool. How about you? Well, if we're talking dreams, okay. like dreams, I would be the catcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, okay. But reality. But if we're talking about reality. <laughs> I'd be the mascot for the St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just kidding. Fred Bird, that'd be me. Um, it, you know, on the practical side, I would either, I'd probably be a chef oh, yeah. or I'd be something there's something you were talking about landscaping earlier. There's something about the creative process of landscaping mm. that is so fulfilling to me. I've never done it professionally, but I, I've done it a lot in in our homes. And mm-hmm. um, you know, my dad, when he was alive, was a concrete contractor. And like when my dad went to work, there wasn't a driveway. When he went home that night, there was a driveway. There was yeah. like something literally concrete that he could point to and. I've often won, I've often wished that there were more moments like that in ministry, like yeah. something tangible you can point to. Yeah, and yeah. we we don't always get the the benefit of those tangible moments, but that's yeah. probably what it would be for me. Mm, that's an interesting one. The chef one I can totally see, and you could possibly still do something like you could get into cooking, like you retire from ministry, whatever. You can still chef it up oh, for you. Chef and- it up. <laughs> <laughs> you and Kim. <laughs> she would be she'd be happy with that. Oh, I'm sure. She yeah. would be very happy with that. Yeah. Gosh, that's funny. <laughs> um so, okay. This September. Mm-hmm. You've heard us talking about this for months. The experience conference happens at Walt Disney World. It's at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. It's the 7th through the 10th of September. It starts the day after Labor Day. It's going to be absolute fire. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be there. Jen's going to be there. Scott Longyear's going to be there. There's tons of great artists and breakout sessions that are specialized to help you in your ministry. Mm -hmm. We're going to record an episode of the podcast with a live audience. So So there's, there's nothing like that. It is so much fun. We're going to have a WLP hang at some point, and we're Mm -hmm. hoping that cronuts are involved. Yes. Are you excited? I cannot wait. I can't wait. I'm even thinking in that live podcast thing, I, we got to give away some stuff. Yeah. I want to get a t-shirt cannon. 
I want you to get a t-shirt cannon. Point blank range. Hit him, <laughs> hit him with a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, that'd be so we awesome. We got to get a t-shirt cannon. <laughs> We've got to. So fam, go, go over to experienceconference.com. Through the month of March, you can use our discount code, which is WLP save 30. Mm-hmm. WLP save 30. Go to register at experienceconference.com. Use that code. It'll save you $30 off of yeah. your registration for the whole month of March. Mm-hmm. So you got it. You got to join us. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, so please join us. Do it. As always, we've got uh, new merch coming to the, uh, to the worship leader probs uh, online store. So check that out at worshipleaderprobs.com. And um, man, it would be really fun if everybody who's listening and is coming to Experience Conference, jumped in our store and bought a shirt, and we yeah. all wore them to the WLP hang. Yeah, yeah, we could look like this exclusive group, a club, club of, a club of people. Exactly. And make everybody wonder what the deal is. Exactly. We who are those do, super cool are they? people? They were so cool. In those very soft <laughs> shirts. <laughs> oh man, the wheels are coming off. I <laughs> Oh, man. Well, we love laughing. If you can't tell, listening, Brian and I love to laugh together. I think that we all love to laugh. This is the best part of the podcast. I probably shouldn't say that, but let's be real. It's a highlight. (laughs) Brian, it's time for Prayer Concerns. Well, if you happen to be listening for the very first time to the Worship Leader Props podcast, we have this thing that we've done in every episode, and it's called Prayer Concerns, and it's it's the crazy comments that you get from people in your church. They they might use the, the uh, comments or the prayer request section of your connection card. They might use the chat of your live stream. They might use a Google review or a Yelp review. Um, it's they 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 can't help themselves. They have to tell you what they think, and sometimes what they think is... Not affirming, but it is funny. <laughs> so people send those in all the time, and uh, we share those anonymously here on the podcast. We'll never use your name or your church's name. Uh, you can send those in to us at worshipleaderprobs.com. Just click on the prayer concerns tab. So let's jump right in. I go to Radio Voice often when we when we jump into prayer concerns. I don't know it's, why. It it's just fantastic. Is, oh, well, okay. Well, I'll keep doing it then. <laughs> number one, prayer concern number one. My first Sunday, my first Sunday leading worship at a church, after the service, I had a number of people say they were excited for me to come on board at that church, and they were excited for what God had in store. However, (laughs) I did have an elderly lady and her husband come up to me and proceed to tell me how they loved that I didn't do anything special (laughs) while while leading worship during that service. <laughs> what does that mean? We love that you did nothing special. So glad you did nothing special. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we love it. I, I, I we got to start asking people for the follow up. So what did you what did you say back? Yeah. Oh gosh. Wouldn't what did you, love you do? To know? Wouldn't you? I love would love to know. To know. I know. Oh, Maybe we start Lord. a segment called like Unhinged. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. Okay. Number two. Prayer concern number two. We are a church of. Uh, a couple hundred, and uh, we are currently providing an in-person and live stream service. I oversee the production side of things, and recently, my wife and I took a weekend trip for our wedding anniversary. We were traveling home on Sunday morning when I began to get several text messages that there was an audio issue. 
Okay, sidebar. Oh, Every God. one of us who have ever taken a Sunday off, this are the hairs on our arm are standing up right now because we all know <laughs> what it's like to get text messages when you're not there. Right. So I continue. That, okay, so there's an audio issue. And he says, presumably, these were, were from those watching online that knew I would typically be on or near the soundboard. I glanced at a couple and passed along the message to the volunteer who was running during the service. And I did not get anything back. Uh, sorry, I glanced. I'm sorry, this one's ripping me up a little bit. I glanced at a couple and passed along the message to the volunteer that was on during the service and didn't immediately respond to any particular message as I did not want to have to explain all of my current circumstances. A few moments later, <laughs> I received a text. Fix sound. <laughs> from, from a woman whose actual name is Karen. Oh, man. <laughs> I couldn't make it through that one. Man. And that's why that's why we have the reputation out there. That's why, oh, gosh. Oh, my Lord. Oh, gosh. Sidebar. Yeah. If someone in ministry takes a weekend off, leave them alone. Leave them alone, man. Even if the building's burning down, they can't do anything about it. They're gone. Exactly. So just... Leave them alone, man. Leave them this alone. Dude's just trying to... <laughs> Celebrate his wedding anniversary. Oh my God, Karen. (laughs) Okay, number three. This is prayer concern number three. If you remember a couple of episodes ago, we had uh, somebody who wrote in about having innovative stage wash lights. Yes. Okay, so this is a follow-up. Okay, prayer concern number three. It says, hey, innovative wash light guy here. (laughs) Last (laughs) night at rehearsal, I made our pianist cry because I had changed the keys of the songs for the weekend and I forgot to tell her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> have you ever done that? This guy's batting a thousand. Made a, a musician cry. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I have. I have. Oh man. In my younger days of That's leading, rough. That's when rough. I was like nineteen, I made my drummer cry. Oh, wow. Yeah. We. I, I, he was a sensitive kind of guy, but yeah, we had to awkwardly pause rehearsal Uh-oh. and uh, take a five-minute beat. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> While I fixed Hello. what I had done. <laughs> Boy, that's rough, man. That is rough. Yeah. Okay, number four, prayer concern number four. When I was a teen, an older man said, before we take communion, I need to ask your forgiveness for judging your worship as inauthentic. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did, had, had they previously Why? told them? Because it's like, if you just judged it in your heart, just just work it out with the Lord. Don't do that, man. That's <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, fam. Oh, man. Okay, number five. The last one, bottom of the pudding cup. Prayer concern number five. My church does both a traditional and contemporary service, and I lead at the contemporary. An older gentleman decided to tune into the contemporary service and commented this in the live stream. You know you're doing an okay job, but I miss the organ and formal church. (laughs) And all he had to do was tune in to the traditional service. Hey, And you get everything you want. (laughs) Everything you want. Well, fam, those are prayer concerns. Thank you so much for sending those in. Keep them coming. Uh, You can DM those uh, to us on uh, Instagram or go to worshipleaderprobs.com and click on the prayer concerns tab and you could submit them anonymously. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So we get a lot of uh, DMs on the account, whether it's prayer concerns or questions, and we love interacting with you guys. The other day we threw up on the story, just what are some topics you guys would love to hear us cover on the podcast? And so um, we've got a special segment today that we like to call Sliding into the DMs. So, Brian, we got um, a fresh batch of questions, which, again, I love. I love how interactive um, people are. Keep sending in your DMs. Keep sending us questions because we want to be talking about what you want to hear about. So um, so today, the, the topic kind of revolves around new songs, yeah. new songs, introducing new songs in your church and how to kind of go about finding new songs. And so let's let's just chat about that. Let's cover a couple of these questions. Absolutely. Brian, Absolutely. maybe I'll ask you the first one because I know that you like to go first. Going first is my passion. It is. It is your passion because you're <laughs> humble. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so so um, the first question we're going to kind of tackle here is, where do you find new songs? Mm, yeah, that's a great one. And you know, it used to be simpler, just like so much of life. It was way easier to be to find new songs because there weren't that many people doing new songs, you know, right, coming right. out and writing new songs. And so, um, you know, now I think this is going to sound like a promotion. I don't mean it to be that way, but every Sunday we do this share your set list let share, mm-hmm. share your set list post uh, yeah. in the middle of Sunday afternoon. And uh, that I find to be very helpful. Every Sunday I see songs by artists I'm not familiar with. And um, so I think that's a great way when you look at yeah. some stuff that other people are doing. Um, we have kind of a, I'm a part of a, like an informal text you know, network of worship leaders. Hey, have you heard this new song? Hey, we just did this new song and our congregation really responded, you know, uh, things like that. Um, I keep, uh, we use uh, praisecharts.com for our, uh, to get our charts from uh, Mm -hmm. most of the time. And I think they, they do a really nice job of telling you, you know, what are some songs that um, lots of people are singing and Mm -hmm. that helps me. Right. Yeah. Uh, out quite a bit. Like, what What about you? Where do you go? Um, well, I think w- one job of a leader is to always be looking and listening. You know, you've always got to be trying out new songs. That's a great idea with looking at the post, seeing what people <laughs> drop song titles in. That is really great. I've noticed that a couple times when people drop the name of a group several times that maybe I haven't heard of. I usually yeah, go check them out. Absolutely. But I do think that you have to be actively listening and mm. looking for music. Um, so All that's one side of it. Like I'm, I'm like, okay, who's dropping a new album? I'm going to go check it out and go listen to it. Um, but I also think there is, I like that dynamic of paying attention to the corporate church, the big C church, because sometimes I do think that there's songs that come along that the Lord wants done kind of like across the yeah. board or, yeah. you know, that kind of a thing. The Probably the most recent example of that was like last year when The Blessing came out. Mm. And I know mm. some people, you know, whatever, whatever the deal is on The Blessing. But The Blessing is one of those examples of a song that just, it came out and just people were just doing it everywhere. It was really, really cool. Um, So yeah, I'm always kind of watching, listening, whatever churches are, you know, doing. There's, you know, I have some of my go-tos that I always kind of keep an eye on Mm -hmm, and, and, mm -hmm. you know, but I think it's important too to not just do a song because it's on the top 10 playlist on K-Love or something, you know, Um, especially because K-Love updates their playlist once every 20 years. So, but, (laughs) but, but there is, there is value in paying attention to what's going on. But I, I do think as worship leaders, we have to remember that we're kind of like the, the, 
the gauge within our own body. Mm. Um, and even kind of going, well, I might personally like the song, but is this a song that would be good for my corporate, you know, the corporate realm um, of my church? Or, you know, just because this church is doing the song doesn't necessarily mean. So I think that we have to kind of weigh that out in our searching yeah. and pray through yeah. songs. You know, there's some songs that I'll hear and I'm like, oh, personally, I love this and I'll listen to it, but then I'll pray about, do we do this? in the corporate setting. And sometimes the answer is no, yep, you know? Yep. So yeah, that's always be looking. I will say the age of Christian radio and them playing so much worship content mm -hmm. has changed what it looks like to teach songs in church. Absolutely. In a really, really amazing has. way. Like mm -hmm. I can remember when I first started out, if you wanted to teach a new song, you, oh, yeah. I would say like, okay, I'm, we're going to teach you a new song. Um, let me sing the chorus through a couple of times, you know, sing the chorus yeah. through a couple of times. And then maybe you add a verse to it or whatever. And then mm -hmm. next week, maybe you add another section to it because there's, right. they have no context. You know, they're coming into church totally fresh from this. But man, when I started teaching, you know, a Tomlin song or, or whatever, mm -hmm. a song that they heard on the radio, the, the response, there was really not a lot of teaching because right. they'd been listening to it all week already. That's true. Yeah, that's true. We were kind of late to the Waymaker mm -hmm. uh, wagon. <laughs> we were a little bit late to that, but that was an example of one of those songs. I kept seeing people talk about it and I'm like, there's, there's something about this song. And so we introduced it and it was so cool because that weekend we introduced it most of the people already knew it. And I'm like, oh man, this takes away yeah, some absolutely. of that awkward dynamic where people are trying to follow along and they're trying to learn. And so, yeah, that, that is true. The shift of worship on radio has really helped. Just straight to the, go uh, time, man. Yep. Yep. Straight to go time. Yeah. Uh, so how, how do you go about introducing a new song? Like what, what does your process look like? Um, yeah, I, and this is not meant to be like a silver bullet. This is just how, how we do it. And so I'd love yep. to hear from some of the listeners too. Send us a DM or an email uh, mm -hmm. and, and let us know how you do it. But here's, this is kind of my process. Um, so we would uh, try to introduce the song like in our pre-service playlist for maybe yeah. a couple of weeks leading up to it. So maybe it's kind of uh, like seeping in, whether they mm -hmm. are conscious of it or not. Um, right. And then if you're friends with me on Facebook or whatever, you will you have seen me do this. Normally, like on Monday or Tuesday, the week before, um, I'll say, hey, uh, you know, Mount Pleasant, we've got a new song coming this weekend. I'll try to yeah. give some sort of reference for it. Um, you know, it comes, it's taken straight from this verse of the Bible. And I'll give them the verse. Uh, I'll mm -hmm. give them a little snippet of the lyric. Um, and then I'll, I'll just include a YouTube link uh, to the original artist doing it. And um, I'll just say, hey, you know, you know, give this a listen and, you know, come ready this weekend. And usually the, the uh, communications staff will kind of share that around and make yeah. sure it's on the, on the church socials as well. And, um, then usually we would sing the song once. Mm -hmm. Normally we would sing it again the following week. Yeah. Now depending on how the res what the response is, how complex the song is, we might do it a third week or we might take a break. It just kind of depends on how it's uh, how mm -hmm. it's landing. Um, and then usually if it's a song that has um, something unusual about it. Reckless Love comes to mind. That's yeah. a song um, that had some controversy atta attached to it. You know, my God isn't right. reckless. Well, yeah. you know, 
uh, do a little research, you come to find out that's not at all what he was saying. And, and, you know, could he have picked a more populous word? Absolutely. But that's the one he picked. And Mm -hmm. so, uh, before we introduced reckless love, I, we stopped and I did a little teaching on what the song meant and what the song Mm -hmm. didn't mean. And so that's kind of my process. What about, what about you? You're, you, you're leading in like young adult yeah, Heaven, we have man. well, we have a we have a mixed bag because we have all generations yeah. represented. We've got some, you know, senior saints, and then we've got six year olds in there. Um, so yeah, so we kind of we we do a broad range yeah. of songs. Yeah. We really, really do, and sometimes we will do one that's um, more of a youthful bent. Mm. And what we've done in the past is we've kind of said, "Hey, this is a song that's really ministering to our tribe. That's our uh, our youth students right now, nice. and we just want to share it with you." So sometimes, if we feel like it's it's going to rock, it's going to rock the old ones a little bit too much, we'll kind of put that caveat out there just so they kind of know that's what to expect. Great, but that's a great technique. Yeah, well, and I think it really helps because if you just do it, sometimes they'll get shocked and kind of like, what is going on? But if you kind of explain, this is something that's ministering to the younger ones in our crowd, almost like when you do something that feels more traditional, like a hymn, mm-hmm. you know, helping mm-hmm. the younger ones to kind of understand the, you know, the beauty in the hymns. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I like what you just said about teaching. I think that we have to remember that too, that a lot of people what they know of theology and scripture and stuff is whatever it is we sing. And sometimes they don't know, they don't understand what a reference is um, in a song. Like there's a song, um, it's a newer Hillsong song called Awake My Soul. Mm-hmm. And in the first verse, she's, it says, there's a sound I love to hear. It's the sound of the Savior's robe when he walks into the room. Well, if you've never read the book of Isaiah, a person might be like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? What does that even mean? So I do think it is good um, as a leader, if there is something that could cause people to go, what on earth are we singing? Yeah. I think it's good to take a moment to kind of help set it up. And that helps to bring even deep understanding to what it is that we're singing. And I think sometimes people can really um, lock into it better. But yeah, I kind of do the same thing. When we introduce a new song, we usually do it two weeks in a row. Mm. Because even if you look at church attendance in the way it tends to be, you're not going to get everybody yeah, on week yep, one. Absolutely. You're not even going to get everybody on week two. So we do two weeks in a row. Then we usually take one week off and then we do it again. So it'll be done three times in one month. And then after that, it's into the the normal rotation of songs. But we, we do it that much just so that in case you've missed anybody or even if that first time they're kind of like, I don't know exactly what's happening. Maybe the second time mm-hmm. they hear it, they'll be able to, you know, to really grab onto it and worship a little bit more to it. So yeah, that's kind of, plus you kind of got to do a song a few times anyway, unless a song absolutely just tanks the first time. I don't know if we've ever ditched a song after one time, but you know, you want to give it a couple times yeah. to see like, is this one that's going to stick or okay, now nah, we're not going to we're not going to keep up with this one. And sometimes as a worship leader, there might be songs that in your private time of worship, they are just slaying you, man. They're, you know, and you, you, you walk in with such expectation and then the congregation Mm -hmm. is kind of just looking at you like, yeah, what's what's happening? I've had that happen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Oh no. (laughs) It's like, this is uncomfortable. (laughs) Well, and you know, oh, even on the teaching front, like there's an older guy in our congregation who has a problem with the song, do it again. And specifically with the line, you've never failed me yet. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why are we out there planting seeds that God is going to fail people? Well, so <laughs> context is important. 
you know? It is, um, yep. That, that's not at all what the song is trying to do. The song is, is, is a reminder, you know, in mm-hmm. the Old Testament where God had met them or moved in a significant way. They, would, they were encouraged to build an altar so they would remember. Right. That's, yes. that's what that line is doing. It's, it's reminding us. I remember, um, you know, uh, when Above All came out, I remember uh, so many oh, people yeah. were, were all up in arms because of the very last line. Um, mm-hmm. He thought of me above all. And I remember having conversations with the worship leader friend. He wasn't thinking of me above all. He was thinking of the father and he was thinking above all this. And I was like, brother, I, I totally yeah. agree with you. But in the context of the song, you can't just pull out that line. You have to attach mm-hmm. that line to above all kingdoms, above all thrones, above, yeah. you know, he thought of me above yeah. all. He It could have said he thought of me above all these things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you, the context is important. And I think, yep. uh, you know, giving our, our church the chance to get a glimpse into our process and why did we why did we pick this particular song you know and why not right. the 800 others that you know talk about that same thing that kind of thing well and that's that's so good i love pulling scripture mm. there's something powerful about singing oh, scripture word, so i yes. love i love when there's a song that you you can just kind of share a verse before we even sing it um we did that with uh the song Available by Elevation. Um, once I shared out of, uh, again, Isaiah, I love, <laughs> love the book of Isaiah. But that, that whole portion where he talks about like, you know, just sent, here I am, send me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know, Isaiah is like, I'm filthy and I'm this and I'm that. And he, you know, he takes the coal and he touches his lips and he's like, I've made you clean. And it's like, we get so hung up on why we can't, why God shouldn't use us. And I think a lot of times God's just looking for us to be available, yep. you know? So taking, so I would say that, like when you're looking for songs, find ways to really help it connect with your congregation. You know, whether that's, you know, you're sharing it ahead of time, you're talking about it. If you need to do a little bit of a lead in to explain to them what we're singing, all of these things will help build your congregation's connection to the song and and help them connect in a greater way in worship. I think we have to remember, like, since we're worship leaders and worship people, we're already kind of there, you know? Mm -hmm. We're like, hey, I know what this is about, but everybody else isn't there, you know? And so sometimes it's harder for people. And so we have to really, our job is to help make a way for them. Um, and so we can't lose these, you know, these kind of details in the process. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't done this in a long time, but we used to do, you know, there are books of uh, hymn stories. Uh, they'd take the text of a hymn and they'll tell you the story mm-hmm. about how it was, it was written. If you've never uh, read the story of uh, It Is Well With My Soul, oh, unbelievable. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if you've got the time in the context of your service, man, take, take a moment and read a little bit of that story to your congregation and then yeah. sing the hymn. Um, mm-hmm. And which is just what kind of what Jen is talking about with some more contemporary songs, man, let them in on that process. It'll just strengthen the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what I was like, do you have the final one? Was there one more in that? I think that's it. I think that is, is it. that it. I, I don't know. That's it. I think that's it guys. <laughs> It should be. That's a good amount that's to a like, good amount. You know, that's a kind lot of get the you, conversation. Absolutely. I know. That's, <laughs> that's, that's meaty. <laughs> so uh, if you're uh, back in the very first episode of the podcast, um, I I gave my pr- my process for uh, like the uh, 
the theology behind, like why am I picking mm-hmm. the songs that I'm picking? So if you're curious as to that, uh, you can go back and listen to episode one and that'll yeah. you'll hear my voice with the funky filter on it because nobody yeah. knew who I was. I was anonymous back then. And, um, you're in witness protection. Yeah, exactly. What it witness protection. Like. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> well, guys, we love you. You know that. Thanks so much for, uh, for listening to episode 119. Yeah. And, and hey, remember to hit subscribe wherever it is that you listen to the podcast. That way it just pops right up on your phone on Tuesday mornings. Um, and please do us a favor, go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating with a nice review. This is just a huge help um, in helping us to spread the word about the podcast. It just helps get the podcast out in front of more people. And thanks too for following us on all of the socials at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram. Facebook, TikTok, we're blowing it up over there too. <laughs> and if you're on Twitter, you can search the hashtag Worship Leader Props. Absolutely. Hit us up, man. We'd love to connect with you. And uh, speaking of connection, we'd really love to connect with you at the Experience Conference uh, September 7th through the 10th at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort uh, in Orlando. Uh, you can find more at experienceconference.com. Use our code WLP SAVE30, yeah. and it'll save you 30 bucks uh, off of your registration during the month of March. So uh, yeah, they've got like 12 more days. Exactly. Get it done, fam. Yeah, do Come it. on, just Stop do waiting. it. Just do <laughs> it. Um, and, you know, we talked to you a lot about our friends at Maven Media Productions. They're literally the best people ever. And if mm-hmm. your church is looking for help with uh, social media consulting or branding or web presence or what kind of content should we be putting out on social media, you know, that's a real key for people who are going to visit your church. They're going to check out your social media presence very first. Mm -hmm. They're going to listen to your live stream. Uh, And the folks at Maven uh, can help you with that. So uh, check them out at mavenmediaproductions.com. They're amazing, amazing people. And uh, thanks to my friend Scott Hoke for our voice intro. We love you. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Deuces. Smell you later. (laughs) 